0: Dirty
1: Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co host, Joey No Chill Prano. Good
2: evening, Andy.
1: Good evening, Prano. You're drinking wine tonight. You are so sophisticated. I
2: am. I am. Uh, well, I mean, it's not that sophisticated. It is out of a Bengals tumbler because <laughs> this is the only proper. Glassware, you have old school Bengals tumbler. By the way, those Bengals helmets were dope. They got to go back to those occasionally, just ones that say Bengals. The Ken Anderson days, yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. You know, the last person who drank out of those was
2: who's that? The Israelis. Oh, nice. So, I have chlamydia now. I fucking pink eye The girl was real She was real. Everybody Three way fucking human centipede
1: She was real snobby about it When they came over And they said they wanted their beer in a glass And I, I gave them And she's like I don't want plastic Do you have any
2: glass glass and I mean Let's be honest Get some glassware bro Like you love Costco get a, get a fucking eight set But why What do you mean why For who For who For what <laughs> I mean What are we talking about here Uh, For me, now that I'm a wine drinker, I'm going to have to get you, uh, I'll bring over a couple wine glasses. I'm treating myself on a Sunday, Andy. I do have
1: champagne glasses.
2: Yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) The only glass where you have is champagne glasses in case what? You have a fucking mimosa party by the pool?
1: Well, that's from when I used to work at Hotel Oceana and I stole so much shit.
2: Steal yourself a fucking beer pint.
1: I I have a beer pint. A bunch of a few
2: of those. Okay. This is actually perfect. Yeah, see? I mean, this is perfect for a glass of wine.
1: Yeah. The mayor lost his mind and I opened my drawer and he goes He goes, Would you steal that silverware thing from Denny's? And I go, No, my old job. And then I told him he could not stop laughing
2: Oh, the big plastic gray one that you have?
1: Do you know when but when I left that job, how much shit I stole for years? I he could not stop laughing at this. He goes, only you would do this. I was stealing liquor from my job because they wouldn't give us breaks. That's why I always say, treat your employees well. Right. So they, they never gave us breaks. I started stealing liquor. I had so much liquor, I created a spreadsheet
2: of the liquor I sold and stole. That's an Andy Ruther move. Just like keeping track of your crimes. Yeah. Like the, the cops come in and are like, well, did you steal that? You're like, no. They're like, what is this spreadsheet that just lists different kind of rums?
1: I mean, I was stealing everything. At one point, I had a bottle of Cristal, a bottle of Dom Perignon. Like, I had $500 bottle that they would sell for $500 right.
2: of champagne just sitting here. You're like, guys, I stole a $500 bottle of champagne. Come over. We'll drink them out of fucking glasses that I got from when I went to a Clippers game one time. You know who uh, busted open the bottle of Dom? It was Guy on Couch. Classic Guy on Couch. Classic
1: move. move. I, I He brought a girl back and... Uh, he texts me the next day. He's like, yeah, I was pretty drunk. Sorry, man. I know you were saving that bottle of Dom for special occasion.
2: For, yeah, for, spe- <laughs> for when you <laughs> christened your boat <laughs> for a special occasion. I'm surprised it lasted that long.
1: Unbelievable.
2: <laughs> I was saving it for when my fucking wife gets pregnant.
1: Yeah. Well, what would I have been saving that yeah. for?
2: Who the fuck knows? The b- I hate champagne. I've always hated yeah, champagne.
1: Gives you bad hangovers, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, have I told the story about the time I, so obviously growing up sports, everything in my life, like I was, I used to only go to school so that I could go to sports practice and like sports games. Like if you missed the practice, you couldn't play, blah, 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 blah. I remember literally in my life, I missed one practice of like a school sporting event, sporting sports team. And it was my buddy Jamie's 18th birthday, and I skipped baseball practice, and we went to his dad's house. His parents were divorced. His dad had like a condo, and he was like, "We're gonna get fucking wasted." Why is it always the divorced dad where people yeah. go party? Yeah. Uh So we decided we're gonna go to his place, and we're gonna get fucking all banged up. And I got we got so drunk, like drunk to the point where. I'll fast forward to the end, and I'll come back to the champagne portion of the story. Drunk to the point where when I got home, I was so incoherent that I I think my girlfriend at the time put me in my bed and just was like, I'm out of here. He's a disaster. And John and Mikey just started fucking with me. John put a car jack under one of, side of my bed and jacked it up so that I rolled out of the bed onto the floor. <laughs> But they were like, dude, you were sleeping on, like, a 45-degree angle for, like, an hour, and then you rolled over and just rolled onto the floor. Who would
1: even get that idea?
2: (laughs) John. John Prano.
1: Like, to even think, hey,
2: let's put a car jack underneath the bed to mess with them. Yeah. So I was, like, sleeping on an angle. Uh, But going back, at one point, he's like, let's fucking pop some champagne. And we, like, went outside on his, like, dad's patio, and we popped champagne. And we were so drunk that we were trying to chug it out of the bottle. But champagne's so carbonated that, like, literally when you chug it, it just fucking explodes out. Sure. So we're, like, going like this, and then it's exploding. We just, like, can't figure out what we're doing wrong. <laughs> like, So we're all fucking shaking chugs and then fucking bottles. And his neighbor, his dad's neighbor, was Don Chaney, former NBA coach. At the time, he was a – and player, and uh, his – he was at the time an assistant with the Knicks, and he literally comes home, and there's teenagers on the on the little patio next to his patio, chugging champagne, and it's just like exploding. And he, I literally remember him going like, like he did full blinking guy, and like was like, I want nothing to do with this, and just like get into his house and like gave one more look and was like. And shut the door. He was the original blinking guy, man. Yeah, he was the original black-bearded blinking guy. He was the triple B. Don Chaney. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: That's a story.
2: Yeah, it was amazing.
1: Yeah, man. Champagne. That's why I don't get bottomless mimosas, bitches.
2: Yeah, fuck champagne. Have a glass of multiple chano, a little Italian <laughs> red wine on a, on a Sunday evening. So sophisticated. I'm treating myself, Andy. I've been good all week. Have you? I have. That's good. Running, biking, swimming. I got my, got my fitness under control. And now... Feels good, man. Now a couple glasses of red wine on a Sunday. No good. beers. Haven't been drunk in I don't know how long. Maybe like three weeks.
1: I feel you, man. I, I, I ran today before the game started. And then I did about 250 push-ups during the Pats game. That's my new thing now. I, I like to do push-ups.
2: Doing the Herschel Walker?
1: The thing is, there's no reason not to. If I'm watching games, I did it yesterday too when I was watching college football and watching the uh, Astros-Red Sox game. I'm like, just start doing push-ups, dude. If you can do 200, 250 over an hour, how much better that is for you? Yeah. Anyway, what do you want to talk first? We usually go into NFL. Let's, let's, let's hit the NFL.
2: You want to hit the NFL and get it out of the way?
1: I mean come on we're fresh off some great games today
2: okay the game Do was, it.
1: the game that just ended
2: that was awesome great game great game what was the final 43 40 yeah I mean I, you were you were all in on the pats I was you even you even tried to Reuther curse them for like the late second quarter
1: well when they went up 24 to nine at half I thought this is classic Belichick this is classic pats like, you're getting field goals to their touchdowns.
2: Yeah, and then in the second half, it flipped. It did. And they were getting touchdowns the field goals. I mean, I'll tell you what. the Well, obviously, the Patriots won, and the Chiefs are no longer undefeated. Rams are the last undefeated team in the NFL. you got to be, like, you've got to take a little bit of solace in you played the Pats real tough at home uh with the with the chiefs playing the way that they have been, and again they're a team that is not gonna lose cheap games. they just score too many fucking points they're not gonna lose cheap games fairly likely that they will be uh, you know i mean I don't wanna say fairly likely they'll be the one right now a lot can happen, but it's certainly trending they're they're five and one um you gotta like your chances if they have to come to Arrowhead into a playoff game. You gotta like them. You gotta be happy. This is your true test. Well, I would, I don't, I, I don't want to say you fa- they failed the test. You I'll know? take it one
1: step further. I would even like I wouldn't like them as the favorites, but I'd give them a very good shot to win in Foxborough, even in the playoffs. Right. I I think they played that well again. Especially in the second half, it shows a lot from a first-year starter in Patrick Mahomes, the way he came back after not having the best first half, especially with it ending with that interception. Right. Two interceptions in the first half. He comes back. He plays amazing. Showed a lot. Showed a lot out of them, and i got to give him credit. I mean, you didn't know he was going to win that game at the end.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was a great game. Super fun. I, uh, Yeah, when you tweeted that, I was like, oh. I I don't think this game's over. But then I didn't want to jinx your jinx. So I didn't want to like I didn't want to be like, you might be regretting this tweet.
1: Well people came at me when the Chiefs regained the lead in the fourth quarter, people were coming. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna let this play out. Because at the end of the day sorry, people. The end of the day, it's Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Until someone takes that away from the AFC, they run that fucking conference. They do. They own that conference. Even now, like until someone takes that away. Patrick
2: Mahomes is great. But forget – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is great, but the Chiefs – Their supporting cast is amazing. Yeah, uh, offensively. Offensively. Defensively. Suspect. Suspect for sure. I mean, but they're also – it almost seems to be like – I don't want to say it's their strategy. Of course, they want to be a better defensive team, but they're like, hey – we're going to play this style of defense and we're just going to try to outscore you like that whole, I mean, Collinsworth was talking about it all night, them rushing three and just being like, Oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to rush three. We're going to have these two guys sitting in the middle, cut off those quick passes. Then we're going to attack late. Like that's not really, you would think that they would be a little bit more aggressive, but they're almost like, Oh, don't give up a ton of big plays. And we're going to, Score on a bunch of big plays, and we'll outscore you. And honestly, it almost worked. Did you hear the
1: stat they said during the game, which was pretty mind-blowing? The Chiefs' defense entering tonight's game actually gives up more yards.
2: Than their offense gains? Yes. That's some Colorado Rockies shit right there. Which is
1: wild, man. Yeah.
2: Because
1: I think, I could be wrong, but I'd assume that they have the number one ranked yardage-wise probably points-wise, too, offense in the AFC.
2: Yeah, they've got to.
1: But their D is still giving up that many yards. Yeah. Their D... Here's what their D needs to do to make it to the Super Bowl. The bend don't break. Like they did did a lot in the second half. Exactly. Hold them to field goals. Yeah. That's all they need
2: to do. Because they're going to be a touchdown-scoring team.
1: Yeah. I I do want to say... I love it. I hope
2: they play again in the playoffs. I think that would be fantastic. Me
1: too. I do want to say... The tackle, non-tackle, whatever you want to call it, on Tom Brady where he scores the game-winning touchdown, dude. These rules are ruining. They're ruining the game.
2: I so
1: that, I've never that, seen anything like that, that play.
2: I want to agree with the the idea that the that he was affected by this these nonsensical things. It didn't affect the game. Right there was a there's a defensive holding on the play. They would have had first and goal at the three or the two or whatever yard line. You know, half the distance to the goal and a first down. You got to think the Patriots are going to score there anyway. But um, but it is. It was so clear that that's what happened, and yeah. he said it after the game, and everybody knew it. It's you know it's one of those things where that the way that they've been officiating the rule it doesn't really hurt you on the play where you're like oh i sacked the quarterback and i've got to think about how i'm taking him to the ground right it hurts you on a play like this where he didn't know that he threw that he hadn't thrown the ball so he's thinking brady already threw it if i take him down now i'm definitely getting a flag right because yeah. he doesn't he's not even holding the ball but he still had the fucking ball and then he scored so like, let's just take out of it that it affected this game. Sure. But it's it's a great example of, like, how fucking stupid. But the- it's, again, yeah. you're right.
1: It's psychologically
2: affecting. But just don't fucking worry about that. You know why? Because it's like, it's like in baseball when guys are arguing, you know, balls and strikes. It's like, don't argue that right now or don't, like, make a fucking thing. Just, like, as a defender, just play your game. And if they call you for it, they call you for it. The, how is this going to affect you in this game? If you lose this game because of that, whatever. Like, by the time they get to the playoffs, it's like it's like the ticky tacky NBA fouls. In in the NBA, come playoff time, they get a little fucking quieter with their whistles. Yeah. They're not calling everything. You have to just play your game. Don't fucking overthink it. And if you're Clay Matthews or you're whoever, and you get like. You got to give credit to Clay Matthews. He just keeps doing it. Let them fucking figure it out. Just keep getting tape on them getting it wrong. Yeah. Be a martyr. And also hit the fucking quarterback. But that's that that's the other thing. Forget the whole forget the whole rule change in terms of like your body weight, your whatever. Like can we just stop treating the quarterbacks like they're fucking completely different people? It's stupid. More and more quarterbacks are running. More and more quarterbacks are delivering hits. Now, like, I I, I was just arguing this the other day. Like, why is sliding even a thing? Why are you allowed to give yourself up? You want to run? Fucking run. You want to stay safe? Don't fucking run.
1: I mean, sliding's been around as
2: long as I can remember. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When did that start? Yeah, but my point is it's like, how far – you? you've already given them that. And you've already given them if you touch their face in any way. And now we're adding – you can't – I mean, uh T.J. Watt got fucking fined for, gra- like, brushing against Matt Ryan's legs. Matt Ryan didn't even go down.
1: Well, look, dude, we agree, but we also both know why they do this because – they don't want Aaron Rodgers injuries. They don't want you know. They don't want the stars, the faces but of the game. You know
2: what? We've already been talking about it for weeks on weeks on weeks. The new end. The new NFL is the cheap quarterback that that is mobile and is going to run the fucking run pass option and it's going to do all the fucking wild the you know the philly philly where they're running out and they're fucking catching passes and the throwback plays and all this shit all the different fucking scheming shit that they do with these young guys now so teams are already prepared for we're sacrificing our quarterback half the time the days of the protected 25 million dollar quarterback are going out the window anyway so fuck it now why are we adding more protection but i would disagree in a way because
1: they're paying the salaries for the quarterbacks haven't ever been higher
2: but that's just inflation that's just the prices of everything going up look at the teams man We're, we're already talking about it we we this is the same thing tug at tug was mentioned uh Tug and I were talking about Mahomes, Goff, Wentz, all these. Like they're the Trubisky. It's all about scheme and a young quarterback, and then sp- taking your money that you're not spending on a quarterback yet, and going like, "Yeah, we'll take Khalil Mack." Oh, you guys paid your quarterback hundred million dollars, and now you can't pay Khalil Mack? Give him to us. Our quarterback's on a rookie deal. We'll take him. We'll give him a hundred million happily. The Rams are literally like, Jared Goss, not even paid. All of you guys are getting paid. Gurley's getting paid. Who who's gotten who's got a former fucking All Pro on their defense that they don't want anymore? We, we'll take him, and we'll take him, we'll take him. They're trying to get Beckham. Like they were, t- they'll take everybody. That's the way it's going. So it, it, it's it's unfair to say the game's changing. Where you're going to run, your quarterback's going to run the ball more, and they're going to be protected in the pocket, and then they're going to be protected out of the pocket, and then they're going to be protected down the sideline. It's like, fuck you. Look, we it's agree. A different, it's it's stupid.
1: We agree. It's it's ruining the game, and it's again, we saw it tonight. It's affecting the actual mindset,
2: the psychology of- But don't let it. Just fuck yeah. those dudes up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you briefly touched on them. We have to. We'll briefly go over this. Uh, Raiders, because you, you mentioned Cleo Mack.
2: Raiders are dumpster fire. I can't believe I picked the Raiders. We, I, we, I've been complaining about this all day. Stupidly, did not know that game was in London. Neither of us did. Yeah. Well, what, why was that the only London game ever that didn't start at six a.m.?
1: I think they changed that. I think they're all. No,
2: they're uh, they're all starting at six a.m. later in the year. Oh, did you look? Yeah. I don't know if it's because of West Coast teams, but it's like so on the East Coast they're gonna make you get up at fucking nine a.m. But like on the like, I didn't understand it. I don't know what time that was in London. It's like, is it eight hours back? Was it like a, is that like a seven o'clock game or something like that for them? I don't know. Six o'clock p.m. I don't know. But either way, that fucked me. Uh, not that I mean the way they played but you gotta figure with the Raider with Gruden and that and Marshawn Lynch and that traveling sideshow of fucking disaster going to London Marshawn Lynch is probably riding a double decker bus around fucking throwing Skittles at people all, all <laughs> week like you think any yo fools made the trip? no I don't think any you yo-fools. think
1: one yo fool did one yo fool fly from Oakland
2: what I mean what is that conversation with like him and a buddy that he's trying to convince to go with him he's like, yo fool let's go to let's go to London for the game fool he's like, where is London bro? he's like the United Kingdom son what what's the United kingdom dude yo, man. like the inland Empire no man it's a kingdom like London Ontario like Canada bro no bro like the u k bro across the pond bro. He's like, what pond? I heard in the UK. It's like on the other side of the reservoir?
1: Yo, bro, I heard in the fucking UK. It's so weird. They call a fucking. Uh, they call an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> the lift, bro. He's <laughs> Try,
0: trying, to- trying to do 80s comedian jokes.
1: <laughs> I was trying to think of. Yo, so-
0: fool, they call French fries chips, bro. What do they call chips, <laughs> bro? They call this subway the fucking tube,
1: dude. Gruden, he missed it. Like, like, like it's like his time's done. It's over. And then I started to think today. I could. By not- the way,
2: going back to our previous point, did you see Amari Cooper get beheaded in that game, and then and then thrown on the fucking like drawn and quartered and put into the uh, the tombs of London or the torture chamber. Like, no flag on that. Yeah. Sorry, dude, you're a black wide receiver. Come back when you're a white quarterback. By the way, I heard they're shopping him, too. Well, well he's dead, so. <laughs> <laughs> they're shopping his corpse. This is like the fucking, this is like the Banksy auction. <laughs> They're like, well, he's he's been shredded into a million pieces. I think but, that was in London too, wasn't yeah. it? Well, he's he's in a million pieces, but uh, <laughs> people are saying his, his value's actually gone up.
1: <laughs> Banksy auction—you just see his fucking body just just fucking like, sliced oh. up. Dude, I was trying to think today. Name a coach who left, guys. Let's not forget, Gruden left the game as far as coaching.
2: 10 years ago Well let's talk about The guys who left And then came back And, and were a disaster Like there's plenty of those That's what I'm saying Like Gibbs Yeah I was just gonna say Gibbs uh, Shanahan Shanahan Who else came back um, Did Did Jimmy Johnson Come back No he, he But Dicka with the Saints Dicka with the Saints this Is hilarious
1: because was he was away for a few years, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: And then he came back. Remember, he the, traded 40 draft picks the for only Rick Williams one who's, and he's yeah, smoking a cigar. That's right. He's like, I did it. <laughs> that, that was like that was the original Gruden. Uh, Gruden just smoking a cigar. I traded Cleo Mack. You're welcome. They're like, what are you talking about? The only one who's been decent,
1: but he wasn't away that long, is Bill Parcells. Yeah.
2: But he was never the same. I mean, he was good while well, he like he was good on the immediate run. Then when he had the, the longer break, he was I mean, wasn't great with the Cowboys. He wasn't great with the fucking I don't even remember where else he was. Was he, was he a Dolphins coach at one point? No. Jets? Yeah, I mean he was with the Jets. Like he went Giants, he barely had a break. He went Pats. He was good. Jets. He was like mm. They went to the AFC Championship game, didn't they? That was with Parcells. And then when he had more of a break, like the... He was. I think he was an exec with the Dolphins. But
1: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like these guys who leave the game... Let me just put it this way. Let me put things in perspective. You have... And they went against each other the first game. You have the the fucking... Basically, he's, he's like the Mozart genius of a Sean McVay at 32 years old going against Gruden who's been doing nothing but Monday night football, Corona ads, weird tire commercials and fucking, you know, Hooters ads. Yeah. I, you see what I'm saying? Like like that's not a fair matchup.
2: I mean, also we've talked a lot about the game. It's the the offensive game is it was truly it really didn't change all that much for a long time. The West the West Coast offense was everything. From Bill Walsh to, like, three years ago. It's
0: like, the, it's change, such-
2: the change now, like, I think the jet sweeps jumped jump the shark a little bit. Like, guys, you can't use the jet sweep every fucking play. But, like... Still works for a lot of teams. Yeah, but some teams over-fucking use it. It's like, when you're on the goal line, it's not always the jet... Like, the, the jet sweep is the new fucking shotgun draw the on the goal s- line. Here's what
1: the jet sweep is. It's the new version of the Wildcat.
2: Yeah. But- I like the jet sweep, but, like, just... Tap the brakes. Use it sparingly. You know what I mean? It's still fun and effective on first and goal to just run some play action. They think you're going to run, just fucking fake it and pass. Like, don't overthink it, guys. Run the three, the jet sweep. I, how many people have I seen get blown up? Like, oh, it worked last game. Yeah. And they knew you were going to run it again. And now the guy's dead. Um, but seriously, the offenses have changed drastically in the last few years. It's really not that crazy to think. I mean, Gruden was never really like an offensive guru. But to be in a league that was the West Coast offense and to come back and you're still... That was was a possibility for 30 years to leave and come back and it's essentially the same. It's changed, man. It's changed. And he missed his window. But the biggest thing is they can't fucking stop anybody. The Seahawks offense typically is like... Pretty bad. Well
1: they they they've had back to back good weeks.
2: Yeah. Who'd they play last oh they played the Rams last week? But um the fucking Raiders can't stop anybody because they got rid of the defensive player of the year. It's ludicrous. It's wild.
1: Well, let's move let's get let's wrap you want to rapid fire these games? Let's do it. All right. You just mentioned the Rams. Let me just go there real quick. Uh, I did watch that whole game, of course. Uh, Rams, man, fucking tough. Today it was it was like twenty degrees out.
2: You're, You're gonna have to handle all the late. I skipped the late games today. You'll you'll love this. The three the three games. I was 15 minutes in. I was like, mm, nah, these games aren't for me. But <laughs> I'm wait, out.
1: You'll love this. I wake up this morning. Get up about 8 a.m. I see a text from our formal. Former intern Joe Shibeli,
2: Yeah. It's
1: a tweet about somebody with the weather report, how they're expecting snow in Denver. And he's like, this isn't good for the Rams. I ignore it because Ciabelli... <laughs> Bruno's already shaking his head. Guys, here's my take. The Rams are a professional football team. I know they play in Southern California. If their team, which is offensively the most talented in the NFC, maybe all of NFL... If their team, which is that talented, can't handle some snow and twenty degree weather, they shouldn't. They're not going to be a good team. Like right. as far as they're not going to be a Super Bowl. But that winning was team. a
2: stupid fucking thing to send you in. They have Todd Gurley, so run the ball. Which, and what they do? Gurley rushed for two hundred eight yards. They ran the ball. Yeah, they could do that. They could do that more often. I think they like they like and they and it's fucking great to watch and you're going to have to score points at some point. So they run again. I've said it before. Like I don't, you know, people keep saying how bad is Jeff Fisher? It's like this golf is somewhere between, you know, dominant golf and Jeff Fisher golf. Like they have a great fucking scheme. He's throwing it to open guys. He didn't He's look that to good today. For the record. Yeah. And it was, and that's the thing. It's like, he is a young quarterback, and I don't think he's like the fucking all-time greatest quarterback of all time. And it was cold, and they didn't need him to be great. They have a fantastic fucking running back. Give him the ball. These are the days you have to be able to change your game to fit what's happening, and they showed that they could. They went into Denver. They have a, Denver's got a good defense. It was cold. It was snowy. They ran the fucking football. Rams are tough, dude. Yeah. I mean... I mean, there
1: was a drive where they ran it to basically get that last field goal. They milked the clock. They got the ball with like nine minutes left in the game.
2: I I only saw the end of the game um they just kept
1: giving Gurley the ball
2: and then denver did the classic get the ball back with seven minutes left take fucking six five and a half minutes to score and leave themselves nothing well
1: no they they got the ball back like three three and change right because
2: the rams did they took the entire rest of the clock to get their last it was a two-score game at that point yeah i hate that just you have to score i hate when i watch coaches do that i'm like so you're going to score with 30 seconds left? And then Vance, you're going to try and let me talk about kick. Vance
1: Joseph. The guy's lost. Vance Joseph is fucking lost. And I do want to talk about the quarterback situation in Denver. Keith Keenum, entering today's game, had thrown an interception every game. He was the only quarterback in the NFL to do that. Dude, John Elway. I mean, obviously Peyton Manning, he picked him. But, like, John Elway's track record, and I used to support John Elway, his quarterback track record is a fucking disaster.
2: Well, what John Elway's problem is, is that he's caught in between two things. He's caught in between, and obviously they've struck out on drafting some guys. Well, they went Brock Osweiler, right? Paxton Lynch, and now Case Keenum. And well, but I- I'm already calling him over three on those. Right, but they're they're caught between two different things. One is what we've been talking about. Get a quarterback cheap and young and be like, don't fuck it up. Just stay within our scheme and don't try to do too much and let the defense be the defense and we'll run the ball and we'll fucking whatever and we'll spread that. And he's not doing what he did correctly do with Peyton Manning, which was go get somebody that's a... Not a sure thing because Peyton Manning was obviously coming off a major injury. But a guy that you can trust mentally to fucking run your team. Peyton Manning was done. Peyton Manning was fully washed. Fully. He was already on the fucking clothesline. Yeah, but let's
1: not forget Peyton Manning's first year there. They they set records.
2: Yeah, but for he, most, most but, points scored. It, and and honestly, physically he was already washed. Physically he didn't have the long ball. Physically he was not he was not fucking putting the ball in the spots. He was being Peyton Manning. He was throwing fucking timing routes and he was throwing to open guys and it was all this and that and that's all they needed. Fucking be smart he's caught in between doing those two things and he's giving money to unproven quarterbacks. Like, Case Kingdom ain't cheap. $18 a year. That's, That's not the answer. The answer is either one of those two fucking things. Get a quarterback and pay him the fucking money, a real quarterback, or if that guy's not available, go young. Now... Sure, they missed on Paxton Lynch and they missed on fucking I mean not that like they missed on Brock Osweiler. They had Brock Osweiler as a backup, but and they didn't pay him when you know Houston wanted to pay him, but you have to pick one or the other. This in between, we're going to fucking take Case Keenum because he was able to do it with the Vikings. That's like to pay him 18 million dollars is ludicrous.
1: Because here's what I'll say about the Broncos. Obviously, you got guys like Von Miller who are getting old. You still have some – Chris yeah. Harris. You have Brandon Marshall. You still have some good players. Chubb had – the guy they drafted in the top five, yeah. Chubb. Chubb had three sacks today. I mean, he's going to be good. So – and then offensively, you still have, you know uh, – what's his name? God, why am I thinking of their speedy receiver? Damaris
2: Thomas, Sanders.
1: Sanders. I'm saying – and then they got so Lindsey's a good, nice, young running back from Colorado. They have some pieces. But, like, Keenum. The very first play of the game, he fumbles. I mean, like, a, a bad fumble. Like, he just lets the defender slap it away. It, it it, was a fortuitous bounce. Goes right back to him. Then he almost throws an interception on the very first play of the game. Yeah. And if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm saying, this can't be my quarterback. Right. Anyway. All right. We're not going to go through all the games, now. There's too many games in this, this show. This
2: re- Just re... Just... You... You already figured it out once. I know everybody thinks fucking Eli Manning's washed, but take another washed Manning with a fucking good defense. I mean, it's too late because they already fucking they already gave Case Keenum eighteen million dollars. But dude, Eli, see, you're already doing it. Well, I feel as, let,
1: as a giant. Let me ask you this: as a yeah. Giants fan, because yeah. you've defended Odell, yeah.
2: Well, you've defended Odell, too.
1: Well, well, no, hold on a second. No, hold on a second. I don't know if you're trying to bring in Twitter. No, no, Because no. you and I went back and forth on Twitter
2: today. day. No, you've defended Odell. You haven't defended Odell personally. You've actually contradicted yourself. But you've defended Odell in your overriding theory on being, an, being a fucking person who draws a lot of attention. Perform on the field. So I'm sticking with the Andy Ruther method. As long as you're performing on the field— then he's good with me.
1: Yeah, but let me ask you this about Odell and and his well, first of all, his his tantrums that he throws. When have you ever seen a guy throw tantrums or be like that and the team's winning?
2: Well, I mean, literally somebody did the back and forth. Somebody somebody put together the highlight reel of the exact same t- like the Beckham, Brady, Beckham, Brady, but, Beckham, Brady. And that's Brady. my point. That's my point. Yeah. That's actually the point. The
1: Patriots consistently
2: win. Right. The but, Giants have been... No, but hold, They had one good 11-5 and five season. But, it, again, we've talked about this. Your receiver and your quarterback are two different things. As long as he's performing on the field and he's not... Again, people are acting like what... Odell did that somebody asked him straight up to his face is Eli Manning the problem with your offense and he said I don't know people are acting like he was like yeah Eli's the fucking problem get this guy off the team he didn't say that
1: that's not a good response though in my opinion
2: what is a good response
1: for just don't answer the question don't don't throw your quarterback under the bus he didn't That's throwing him under the bus. Saying I don't know. That's a subtweet, bro. It is. I mean,
2: you're giving now. Now you're just giving Odell a lot of credit for fucking brain power that I'm not sure he has. You've seen his fucking hair. Like the dude is not like. That's a dude sitting in front of lights, getting asked of his quarterbacks. Yeah, but
1: but hold on a second. Like Thursday's game, he's throwing a temper tantrum. Saquon Barkley is ridiculous. So fun to watch.
2: In fact, I think, but Saquon Barkley is the running back version of Odell Beckham from fucking every season. But he's not because he sits in the. He's he's not he's not he's in the middle of his first one in five season. Let's see if Saquon Barkley is not throwing his helmet if they are one in five next year and one in five the year after that.
1: Well, we can play the what if game, but he's not now. But my point is, Odell doesn't have a good game the other day, right? He's forty four yards. Yep. So my point is, how can you see him throwing his little tantrum and not say like that's a,
2: not a distraction, especially? Dude, but again, you, you but, play in New York. But again, we're talking. He but, knows that. But we're again, we're talking about all of like. I don't understand. Like, I'm confused because I agree with you. When you perform. You fucking, and you act like an asshole, then you're, then this is what you deal with. This is, this is the guy you got. You got a guy who performs, but he acts like a fucking asshole. Antonio Brown said, fucking trade me. Antonio Brown was scolded by his fucking coach in the locker room for fucking Facebook Living because they're, he's doing what Odell's doing, but the team wins. Like that's not, it's two totally different things. Yes and no. They're receivers, dude. He's he has not. They're divas. No, no I'm not denying that. Right. I'm not, I've never denied right. that these guys are all divas. I'm not denying that. Gronk didn't have a great game tonight. What's that? Gronk didn't have a great game tonight. But he also wasn't throwing a temper tantrum on the sideline. Gronk, but Gronk's a fucking disaster just in life. Right? Is that not a distraction, dude? That, you,
1: I, let I, me I, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Just just yeah. straight up. Do you not do you or do you not think that Odell Beckham is a distraction for the team?
0: I'm
2: I'm sure to some degree. Well, of course it is. Yeah, but is Antonio Brown a distraction for the team? Is Le'Veon Bell a, stra- a distraction for the team? Is Tom Brady's TB12? Is his uh, should his trainer be on the sideline? Should his not a five thousand word article about but them? But, but, but again, my,
1: my argument is it it's not enough. Your argument that is that they're lo- none of those teams are really losing. Yeah,
2: but I that's fine if Odell Beckham sucked, get him the fuck out. But he doesn't suck. He's on pace for twelve a twelve hundred yard season. He's the fastest receiver in history to 5,000 yards. I wouldn't want Odell on my team right now.
1: Okay. In fact, I told you, I said that via Twitter. But,
2: you're, but again, what I, you're saying is you don't want Odell on your team if your team's losing, but you want Odell on your team if your team's winning. Because you love Antonio Brown. You love him. He's your favorite receiver in football. He's not my favorite. He's not? Who's your favorite receiver in football? You are a fucking Antonio Brown fucking machine.
1: I like Antonio Brown a lot. I do. But I also like guys like AJ Green, I'm not saying he's better, who fucking just do their catches and make the Pro Bowl every year and thousand yards and just mostly keep to themselves. Wide receivers are divas. We both agree at that. A lot of wide receivers. You also had on the
2: rundown. Julio Jones ain't catching touchdown passes. You know what Julio Jones should do? Fucking say throw me the ball in the red zone. To somebody. To Twitter? To Instagram to a reporter, but to the, Matt Ryan.
1: But the Antonio, or I'm sorry, the, the Julio Jones thing I do find fascinating because throw me the damn ball, man. The question that I want to ask for the show is, does it matter that he's not scoring touchdowns? Yes. Because if you break
2: down his numbers. Here, let me break down the number. Let me tell you why it matters. Okay. Matt Ryan, great quarterback. Sure. I like Matt Ryan a lot. Matt Ryan, suspect in the red zone, has been his whole career, loves the red zone pick, loves to fucking get to the red zone and then loves to play, loves to throw for 400 yards but all be between the 20s and then in the fucking red zone be a nightmare. Throw your best receiver, the ball, in the red zone whether he's fucking covered or not. He's Julio Jones. He's... Six foot five and a fucking freak. And the guy who's guarding him is six feet tall and going backwards. Well, he's six three, but whatever. C- close enough. The because guy who's guarding him isn't six three. The reason I put that on the rundown
1: because I do find it interesting. He got he had over 1400 yards last year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's not having an ear. Hit three touchdowns. He has zero touchdowns this year. Yeah. After six games. Throw him the fucking ball in the red zone. And he's still on pace to have another 1400 yard season. So you say it does matter that he's yes. not catching touchdown passes.
2: Yes, it doesn't seem to matter to him. He's not saying anything about it. But But if you look at his whole career, it's kind of fascinating. This year zero,
1: last year three, the year before that six, the year before that eight, the year before that six.
2: I don't know what Antonio uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know what Julio Jones voice sounds like.
1: So you let me just try to put this together. You would rather him be More vocal
2: Yes Because they'd be better If he had more touchdowns
1: Well of course If they'd have more If he had more touchdowns The team would be playing better No
2: I'm saying If he had more touchdowns If he had You're saying If he takes away some of Let's say Calvin Ridley's Yes They'd be better You know why Calvin Ridley's scoring? Because Julio Jones isn't Calvin Ridley has six touchdowns
1: Yeah He's off to a great start As a
2: rookie I get that that teams focus on Julio Jones, but he goes who like we've seen a lot of teams over the years go. I don't give a fuck that that dude's covered. He's Randy Moss. He's Jerry Rice. He's Michael Irvin.
1: But he never has He's, been with touchdowns. That's
2: the thing. Th- but that's my point. I mean, Jerry Rice is a bad example because Jerry Rice was just fucking a freak and always open and like was a goddamn touchdown machine. He hasn't had double-digit touchdowns since 2012. Yeah. He should tell somebody that he wants the ball in the red zone. Somebody. Maybe somebody should ask him, is Matt Ryan the reason you don't score touchdowns in the red zone? And he should go, I don't know. Because I don't know how I feel about it. I'm kind of undecided at this point. The Falcons are what, 2 and 5 now? Yeah. 2 and 4. 2 and 4. They should be
1: better. I agree. I agree that the Falcons should be better. Their defense is a joke, but but my point is I think he should have more touchdowns. It's a surprising stat. Probably hurts a lot of people's fantasy.
2: Here's the thing. Julio Jones isn't going to be the guy that catches a 7-yard touchdown pass. Julio Jones is the guy that makes Ridley able to catch a 7-yard sure. touchdown. Pass. Agreed. But Matt Ryan has been suspect in the red zone. And he should fucking throw Julio Jones the ball when he gets there. So Matt Ryan won the MVP in 2016.
1: Yeah. Let's see I, I I'm real curious to see how many touchdowns he threw because Julio Jones Only had six of those. So in 2016, Matt Ryan threw 38 touchdowns. That's a lot. Yeah. And your argument is
2: he's got to have more than six of those 38. Just throw him the fucking ball in the red zone. He's really, really good, and he's a freak. Yeah, it's odd. But I but I think sometimes I don't know. This is the conversation that we're. This is all part of the same conversation. I know that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. It would make But your but your argument is that it would make them better if he were a little bit of a diva. I don't know about that. Okay.
1: I'm. I'm just trying to play this out. He's begging for the ball more. Matt
2: Ryan's. not begging for the ball. Matt Ryan starts forcing it. He's throwing interceptions. Matt Ryan's throwing interceptions in the red zone anyway. So fucking. At least throw him. I don't even care. Again, I'm a. I'm a fucking. Not all interceptions are the same guy. Oh, you threw into coverage. To Julio Jones and it got picked off. Mm, first of all, not likely. And second of all, so what? That's what I want you to do. You're big, tall. Wide receiver, put three guys over there, put fucking Sanu and Ridley and split your running back out of the backfield in motion and put fucking Hooper on that side and have Julio Jones over here alone. On an island. And fucking throw him the ball. More teams should do this. They fucking over, They overthink it a lot.
1: Yeah, but okay, let, let's... If you look at the Giants game, they
2: they were trying to get... The Giants stink. Okay, that's the problem with the Giants right now. You want the, and that's the problem with Eli Manning right now. Eli Manning is not as bad as Eli Manning seems. He's not. But see, there. But th- this is where I'm confused.
1: You're, you're still defending him.
2: Yeah, you know who Eli, I. I realized this the other. Day. Well, first of all, two things. Eli Manning. And I didn't. I. I already jumped. Off the Eli Manning bandwagon as much as Joe Prana will ever jump off the Eli Manning, bandwagon, Eli Manning bandwagon earlier this year, which is the great part of Eli Manning his whole career was two things. One, never got hurt. And two, was never afraid to fucking sit in the pocket, deliver the ball, and get fucking wrecked. And which is. The great part about Eli Manning is those two things went together. He never got hurt even though he would get rocked regularly. Our offensive line has never been fucking amazing. We've had offensive lines good enough to win the Super Bowl. Your offensive line can't be shit to win the Super Bowl. But they were never I the amount of fucking, you know, all pros on our offensive line over the years is probably fucking none. He has always stood there in the pocket, gotten wrecked, fu- and, and took his shots. For good or bad, he would throw the ball. He's spooked. He's doing checkdowns. He's spooked. He's doing checkdowns for numerous reasons. One. He's got Saquon. You, I mean, you have to give him that. Okay. Right? Like, like, like,
1: that's the one thing I'll give.
2: And they're one and five. So, cool. Okay, fine. But I'm just saying, like, last game. But the game- other thing is, I think he is spooked. Because I don't think they're protecting him. And I think he's actually now, he's like, I'm fucking 38. He's that old? Yeah, and I've been doing this for a long time, and I've survived. But our offensive line is pretty fucking bad, and I'm not getting any younger. This is like this is like us playing pickup basketball at fucking forty on Venice Beach. Like I ain't trying to run full court without fucking health insurance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it ain't getting. It's getting pretty dangerous out there. But when I was watching this, so I'm I'm off already. He's not doing what Eli Manning. Is is has only is only successful because he has always done, which is like, I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna throw that ball. People are like, he threw 25 picks. Who cares? That was a punt. I don't give a shit. He got wrecked. They picked it off. Whatever. We took a shot. Eli Manning, when I was watching this game, you know who he reminded me of? Giants era Kurt Warner. In the year that we drafted Eli, Eli didn't start. He backed up Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner got sacked forty times in ten games. Every single time he got sacked, and this is you know sort of an exaggeration, but only a little bit, he fucking fumbled. He looked like he was – It was like, well, Kurt Warner had a nice seven-year career with the Rams, but it started late because he was bagging groceries. It was a cool run. You know, he won a Super Bowl, the greatest show on turf. But he is clearly and totally fucking washed. Let's go to the rookie. Let's give the number one draft pick a fucking shot. Kurt Warner, take your fucking flat top and ride off into the sunset. Kurt Warner didn't do that. Kurt Warner went to the fucking Cardinals, got MVP votes, took him to a fucking Super Bowl and played like five more seasons and and is now a Hall of Famer. But everybody in the world, and if you say you were not saying this, you're a goddamn liar, was like, Kurt Warner's career is fucking over. The dude is shook. The dude's gotten sacked 40 times in 10 games. I can't believe the dude's alive. He probably wishes he was bagging groceries right now. Everybody was like, get this dude out of here before he dies. He wasn't done. He came back and was on a better team and was pretty fucking good. Now, does Eli have the ability to like get over being this fucking spooked? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, the same way Kurt Warner should not have been on that Giants team, it might not be—Eli might not be forking him done, but he's done with this fucking Giants team because it ain't safe for him. It ain't fucking safe for him. He's not mobile. He's spooked. And they're fucking bad. Well, I want to talk about Saquon for a minute. He's a goddamn—I mean, we need a Saquon t-shirt. I agree. Uh, I, I'm going to say it
1: Talent wise When I look at the backs And I thought long and hard about this Because
2: you're, you're a Rams fan
1: Yes And, I, and I've, I, I think you know where I'm going And I've watched
2: I think you're right but
1: Do you know the, what I'm going to say?
2: But the hot take fucking culture will I know You you for
1: it I know They're going to kill me for this But you are right. Dare I say, especially after that game Thursday, especially after watching the the breaking the tackles with the power, with the Barry Sanders finesse moves.
2: Add in that they suck.
1: Dare I say that Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the
2: NFL. Hey, you're the Rams fan, man. They're the ones that are going to have a problem with it. The Rams fans. Who else? The Cowboys Cowboys fans fans can suck my dick.
1: I mean, we're we're at a good time right now. Hey, when
2: Ezekiel Elliott has 100 yards receiving, call me. Call me on my phone. That's the thing. Take me on the pager.
1: (laughs) We're at a good time right now. You have those three guys who can not only run, but catch the ball out of the backfield. All fun to watch. But here's why I'm going to give Saquon the the slight nod Gurley can catch the ball out of the backfield.
2: Yeah. Just y- Gurley's the fucking Girlie's the argument.
1: Gurley's the argument, but the moves. Gurley doesn't have the moves that Saquon has. Yeah,
2: moves like
0: Jagger.
1: I mean, I, I look. That's all I'm gonna say. Like,
2: like after that
1: game, and again, like you said, hot take. We're only six weeks into the season.
2: But also, after- let's. I I and don't get me wrong. Gurley's fucking all like he's once in a generation style of running back let's not forget todd Gurley, shit offensive line first what was it two years kind of a disappointment everybody's like is is Gurley a bust he's only averaging this many yards he was he was doing uh, on a much bigger level what uh saquon is doing which is not getting a ton of yards regularly and then picking him up in big bursts that was girly as well now he has a fucking real team and it's like holy shit is girly gonna be the mvp he's got 11 touchdowns on the year this is like crazy but dude saquon on trash is already like saquon on a trash off with a trash offensive line greater than those girly early years Oh, that was not even close. I mean, Gurley,
1: yeah. Gurley rushed for 1,200 yards his first year, but Gurley's second year was not good. Right. I don't even think he rushed for 1,000 yards. Gurley's second year with
2: Jeff Fisher was not good.
1: Yeah. I mean, Saquon is basically a walking
2: Madden highlight. Yeah. He's, he's the closest. Like, everybody loves to do the comps. You know what I mean? Like, I, I heard during the Rams game today, somebody said Eric Dickerson. Somebody said, I forget. But, like... The Saquon is Barry Sanders. He like is. That's Barry. He is. Barry Sanders, but is like good enough at catching the ball out of the backfield where they're splitting him out.
1: Well, here's the deal. He's Barry. He really is Barry Sanders. And, and and since you and I obviously got to see Barry Sanders, he's got the Barry Sanders moves, but then he's got the the strength and the muscle. And you know what I'm saying? Like... He's got the power.
2: Yeah. I mean Barry Sanders is pretty fucking like he was pretty fucking beastly, you know, leg kind of guy as well. He was, but he was not Saquon. No. No, it's crazy. I mean you can't bring the guy down. No. He's making the the thing that they always say and you I mean you watch it is he the first guy is not going to tackle him. The 100% the first guy is not going to tackle him. So the amount of NFL plays where if the first guy doesn't tackle you, you have scoring potential is very high, especially in these schemey new offensive and defensive things where everybody's going this way, and then this guy's going that way, and this and the guy that's guarding him is going that way. And it's like, oh, we just got our guy in space with your guy. I don't give a fuck who your guy is. Our guy's winning that matchup. Yeah. He straight up is. Who's your guy?
1: This is where I worry about your boy Odell, and then we'll wrap that up. I think he's gonna get jealous.
2: I think Odell wants to fucking win. I think. See, that's where I'm not sure. I think he does. I, and honestly, that's the the overwhelming because thing that's coming out of the you, locker room every year you know the why? whole time. Here's what. Here, he, let me let me tell you what Odell Beckham is. Let me tell you why Odell Beckham's a diva. Odell Beckham's mom was a fucking track star. She was a coach at Tulane. He was a prep school kid. He went to the same high school as the Mannings. He was, I'm sure, the fucking... I'm sure, like, literally, from a school that had the man, the three Manning boys come through. He was like, oh, fucking Odell Beckham. His fucking jersey's probably retired there. He goes to LSU. That's a winning culture. Even though they weren't, like, national championship. But, like... Think about just playing. How many games do you think? Do you think he's lost more games in all of high school and all of college as he's lost as a giant in three fucking seasons? or Four or five seasons, whatever it is. Like, the dude, I think, is spoiled and just spoiled by winning. Well, but even in that interview, the one he did with Little Wayne,
1: he was point blank asked about, being in New York. And he said he couldn't even know if that was the right move. That is, to me, the biggest slap in the organization's face that just gave you a big deal. You're not sure if that was the right move?
2: I'm not I'm not saying he's a fucking smart dude. Yeah. I'm saying he's a freak athlete and he has performed on the field.
1: But how can you say that? Do you see my point? How can you say they just gave you this big, long contract which you willingly signed and you're like,
2: ah, I don't know if that was the right move. Because he's a fucking... like. I, the guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, from a personal standpoint. But from wh- as on the field, you can't argue with it. Well, we'll
1: see, man. We shall see. We need to get through these games. Before we do that, I want to say I was looking at my SeatGeek app today. I'm for sure going to hit up some Rams games. I couldn't go to that last Thursday night. Vikings won a few weeks ago because my back had back issues. But I got a few games I'm looking at. I'm looking at the Packers. Looking at possibly the Eagles, which, Shaboring, Mr. Shaboring, I should say, Saying apparently the tailgate is going to be lit for the Eagles game.
2: We're also looking at we're going. We just haven't. Pulled the trigger on our tickets on SeatGeek yet Notre Dame at Navy in San Diego Cutter's flying in town for it And you know what I was looking at tickets for What's I, that? I might, I might break the bank for this And I know it's a terrible idea Because I, I was literally looking at $700 single tickets 680 with your SeatGeek rebate Knicks at Lakers Like fucking third row seats Oh shit I'm like I don't care I'm just going to get it i'm i'm just going to roll solo to the game and just bron Perzingis, hopefully in january who knows but i got to see lebron as a laker uh, i got to you know i feel you. look at look at all those options you have for SeatGeek. so dirt balls do yourself
1: a favor and download the SeatGeek app because all you guys get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Okay, rapid fire. Man, we're really Let's taking off. Let's do it. Hit me with them. Uh, Bucks Falcons. Jameis Winston should not be starting. There, I said it for you.
2: Yeah, I agree. They, they, ha- They were, that was a, Close game. They had a shot to win it at the end, but he also had two awful, awful picks during that game. Not saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick, but like, I know we got to do rapid fire, but let me just say this: this is my <laughs> this is my hot take. I'm not going to answer the question. I'm just going to pose it. If this happened in reverse, if a black quarterback played those first four games and then he got benched for a white quarterback, I mean the goddamn world's on. You're bringing race into this? Yeah. I no. I'm only bringing race into it just to say like. Just think about if that happened. Just think about if that happened. Okay. I you know me. I'm the biggest Colin Kaepernick fan ever. I think the guy should be in the league. I think he's not in the league for fucking racism and f- faux patriotism and whatever. And you always see this. the Shannons and the like every fucking black, every single black talking head. Every time a guy gets picked up, and I do it the same thing. I'm team Cap. Every time a fucking Brandon Whedon gets a contract or Nathan Peterman throws a fucking pick six, they go, oh, but Cap can't be in the league. I agree with you guys. But yo, we have to talk about it. If this happened in reverse, the fucking, there'd be a race war.
1: Well, I think we all know why Jameis is getting the time. It's, they don't want to admit that they were wrong. I, and
2: maybe Dirk Cutter's just a fucking idiot.
1: I think they don't want to admit that they had the wrong pick. With the number one pick, they took the wrong guy.
2: Whether that's
1: him or Mariota,
2: I don't know. I, I just think they don't want to admit they're wrong. Well, you know what? This is where it would be helpful to have, I, it, I'm, it's crazy I'm saying it, but Deshaun Jackson, even more divish than he already is. That dude wishes Fitzpatrick were back, and I hope he says it. Prano loves Diva wide receivers. Okay, moving on. I was a Diva wide receiver. I have to.
1: Moving on. Redskins beat the Panthers. Didn't didn't watch this game. I have nothing to say. Uh, You said Alex Smith did not look good.
2: Alex Smith didn't look good, but Alex Smith did what Alex Smith does. Didn't look good, and they won the game. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. We've made... I think we've made it a title before, but Cam Newton is Dwight Howard. He is. As... As he gets less and less able to be a tailback, he's going to get worse and worse. Cam Newton I, won an MVP, though. Great. I'm just saying. Dwight Howard great. has never Do- won an MVP. Dwight Howard dragged, you know, Hito Turkulu and Jameer Nelson and a whole bunch of people to the NBA Finals. Like, he had his window where it was like, holy shit, he's leading the league in rebounding and blocks. He's a fucking dominant player in the middle. His game didn't change, it passed him by. Cam Newton, on that final drive, overthrew. Second down, third down, fourth down, fourth down. He threw it in the stands to a guy eating a hot dog. Like <laughs> he missed the dude by he th- he overthrew the guy by five fucking yards. Cam Newton is not a good passer. Cam Newton's the the bell curve on Cam Newton is coming da- back down the other side. Okay, all right.
1: Moving on. Vikings beat the Cardinals. I did not watch a play of this game.
2: Yeah, I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch any of that either. I want to say the spread was 10 so they they hit
1: they hit it right on. Uh Jets Colts it's another game
2: I did not watch. I watched a lot of that game. Um every the Colts just kept being in it and then just kept being awful on defense. The Jets scored I think on eight straight drives, mostly field goals, but I'm pretty sure they scored on eight straight drives. And then luck had some terrible interceptions.
1: 1 and in 5 now. The Colts, yeah yeah Jets improved a three and three Dolphins bears now I watched a lot of this game <laughs> that's hilarious that 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 game I was intrigued uh that the Bears were in the game, or I'm sorry, the Dolphins were in the game with Osweiler. this is almost about the Bears you blew an eleven point lead I know it's on the road to Brock Osweiler the backup quarterback
2: there's a lot of problems with this game from the bears standpoint they blew a lead to Brock Osweiler.
1: An eleven-point fourth-quarter lead. With
2: your deep, where's this defense? Thirty-one points they gave up. Two, they played in overtime like pussies. Yeah, for a fi- they they they, they for a played field goal. It was almost like they could see that mark on the field of the guys like career-long. They got one-inch pass. They're like, let's just stay here and fucking. Get. <laughs> it's like, no, this is the dude's career-long. Like do like go for a, like forget. Overtime with the kickers that we've seen, you're going to try to kick a 53 yarder. And here's my third thing on the Bears: Bears have a nice little scheme. Seems like every time, fucking the Trey Burton's, you know, getting a touchdown, and uh, they're getting Allen Robinson the ball, and you know, Howard's getting his touches out of the backfield. You know who the most explosive player on that team is? Tariq Cohen. You know who they don't give the ball? Every time they give him the ball, he gets 50 yards. They refuse to give him the ball. Give the guy the ball. That's a bad loss. Screen passes, fucking all the scheming shit you have, you never it's never the fucking wily little guy who every time you give him the ball gets fifty yards? What is it like they're using him like he's uh who's the dude from the Rams and Cowboys that like fucking Tavon Austin? Yeah, they use him like Tavon Austin. He's not Tavon Austin, he's fucking good. Give him the ball.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a game. Bears fans, I know you guys are going to hate. That's going to be a loss. You're going to hate as the season goes on. It's one you had to win. All right. Browns, Chargers. I did watch a lot of that because I am, I am like really t- intrigued by the Browns for some reason. We can stop now, right? They got their ass at home.
2: Yeah. They were down 35 to 6 at one point. Yeah. We can stop now with the Browns, right? Yeah. Can we, t- can we at least, can we do this? Baker Mayfield did not look good. Today. No, can we do this? Can we do it? Can we have a two two week referendum on the Browns? Can we not talk about them next week or the week after like they're fucking good because they're not. They're not good. On the other end, what, oh. but their defense is elite.
1: Wow, the defense didn't play defense well today.
2: Guy, you're, like honestly, Phillip Rivers R Kelly their defense today. He pissed on their faces. Are the Chargers coming on up? They're up to yeah. 4-2? Yeah. Chargers are okay. They're not going to the Super Bowl.
1: Once they get a little healthier on defense, once Bosa comes back, they're, they're going to be a good team. Uh, Bengals-Steelers, that was a really good game. Bengals lose on a bad pick play. Did yeah, you see that? that
2: pick play was absurd. I mean, how all these calls that we get, these are the ones that we're not going to call. Pick play? It wasn't even a pick play. It was just a fucking... It was just straight up a block. He blocked him. <laughs> he blocked the guy coming in. He didn't like, whoa! <laughs> blocked him. Um, it's funny because I texted you this morning and it it, it it worked out that there was a lot of close endings, but it was something about all the matchups. Like None of the matchups interested me. The, the games I ended up watching the most of were Cleveland, uh, San Diego... Los Angeles, um, r- uh, Redskins, Panthers, just cause uh, that was, that was fun watching that quarterback fuck off. I said, by the way, I texted you, uh, Niners fans and, uh, chiefs fans watching Alex Smith must be like watching the sixth six cents. They're like, Oh my God, he was bad the whole time. Yeah, he was, uh, and you were like Steelers, Bengals, and I was like, yeah, on paper that's going to be a great game, but I was like, I have no interest in. But watching. it was a good game, I know. But it's 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 almost like it was like Big Ten football to me. Like I'm like I, but I just don't care. Like it's like telling me, oh, Michigan State, Ohio State, on. I'm like, I don't give a. It single wasn't a fuck.
1: sloppy game though either.
2: I know there I wasn't just, interceptions.
1: Like, it was, it was a good game.
2: Yeah, I didn't watch a single play of it. Steelers
1: are back though. They're coming
2: back. Their last few, last two
1: games, their defense has played better. Uh, you know, obviously, that's a big win to come in on the road, division game. Uh, yeah, and I called it. Like I said, they own. They own the fucking Bengals. They own the Bengals. The Bengals are. What who was the we final that game? 28-21. Yeah, the Bengals go up one. Yeah. With the minute, I knew that. With the minute thirteen left, and I said. Steelers are going to come down and score, and they did. Uh, yeah, and a lot of empty seats in Cincinnati. Finally, you guys are listening to
2: me. Like, and when they're good. A lot of empty seats. Cause, I mean, I don't think it's because Cincinnati fans know that they're not really good. I've been saying it the whole time. They're not really good. Uh, but I can't imagine that's why fans aren't showing up. The, they, they're eating that chili. So they're they're <laughs> fed up. Yeah.
1: They're just fed up. I, and I didn't get a text from my dad today. Surprise! me.
2: Serious question, though. And I don't mean this in a trash on Cincinnati sort of way. Go for it. If you're a Cincinnatiite, what do they call it? what do they call people from Cincinnati? Cincinnatian. Cincinnatian. If you're a Cincinnatian, and you don't go to the Bengals game on Sunday, what do you do? <laughs> what are you doing? you just have Buffalo Wild Wings watching the Bengals game.
1: Yeah, or you're doing something with your family. I guarantee. Because by the way, with-
2: shout out to Gene Marty Hunt who loves every time I trash on Ohio, he sent me, you know how I always do Applebee's? And every time I make an Applebee's joke on the internet, people are like, we don't even fucking have Applebee's. He sent me a news article of a gender reveal party that turned into a riot at a, at a fucking Ohio Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> it was an argument about who was going to clean up the confetti, the patrons or the staff. You got to send me that article. It's incredible. Classic.
1: That's amazing. That's a good question. I wonder what all my brothers do. They're, they're just with their kids. I
2: mean, when we were in Cincinnati, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. We did. Which I love. Buffalo Wild Wings is what I do when I'm in a shit town where I'm like, I don't know what to do. I will just I just know they probably have a Buffalo Wild Wings.
1: You can never go wrong, Buffalo Wild no, Wings. No, I
2: love Buffalo Wild Wings.
1: All right, let's get through these games. Texans, Bills, didn't watch any of it.
2: Uh, I didn't watch any of it. I saw the highlights. I actually tweeted who the fuck – because people were tweeting about – About the game. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is watching this? I I can't think of anything I'd want to watch less. I did see that awful, you know, what ended the game. A Peterman pick six. Like the worst. How's that guy in the NFL?
1: Unbelievable. Did Josh Allen get hurt or was he benched? Yeah, he got hurt. Okay. Uh, Ravens, Titans. I did have that whole game on. Just defense, man. 11 sacks.
2: Peterman will probably start next week, though. That's what happens. Guys get hurt. And then the guy who was injured just stays benched. I'm sure, Peter will start the rest of the year, right? Buffalo Bills fans, wow! Shots fired. So the Ravens
1: dominate. Titans are kind of a disaster right now.
2: Yeah, I Titans are weird. Like I, I like Vrabel. We we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with the the call. Like, but I think he's better defensively. Like I, their offense is a little suspect now. Uh, Marcus Mariota threw the ball fifteen times.
1: Luckily, they're in a shit division.
2: Yeah. But fifteen, it's twenty eighteen. This, it's not nineteen eighteen. Your quarterback can't be throwing the ball fifteen times. Did Mike, is Mike Vrabel under the impression that the forward pass is still in the process of being invented? Let your quarterback throw the fucking football. Well, the I know Ravens he got sacked eleven times.
1: The Ravens, the Ravens have the best defense in the AFC. Mm-hmm. That's good. Between them, the Bengals and the Steelers, that's gonna be an interesting division. They're all gonna beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, I just see that happening. And the Cowboys, last but not least, whooped up on the Jags. I have been riding the Cowboys. They played well today. Did
2: you watch any of that? I did. I didn't watch. I skipped skipped the 4 o'clock games.
1: Now, why do they win this game? Run the fucking ball. This is the games they win. Dak only threw, let me see this, Dak threw for 183 yards.
2: Yeah, conversely... The Jags without Leonard Fournette are there. I know everybody was on the, the Bortles train last year. Who was on the Bortles train? I mean, Jags fans. Who? Your quarterback's bald. Okay? Hand the ball <laughs> off. He's in his 20s. He's bald. Hand off the football. What are you, a Hasselbeck? Hand the fucking football They off. let Dak run the ball
1: today, too. Dak had 11 rushes for 82 yards.
2: Speaking of uh speaking of Hasselbe- speaking of Bald quarterbacks. It's hilarious because Tim Hasselbeck said that the Jaguars should trade for Eli Manning prior to the game. I think he said it like yesterday or something. And of course, the internet was like, "Ah, Bortles is better than fucking Eli Manning." Look, people are off the Kurt Warner train too. Well, that
1: you're division. really gonna
2: start a bald quarterback just the rest of the year, dude? No running back in the backfield. A, a bald guy.
1: F. C South, mediocrity division, Tennessee three and three, Houston three and three, Jacksonville three and three, and Indy one and five.
2: Yep. Uh, NFC East is pretty much like that too.
1: Yeah. NFC, NFC
2: East is Redskins three and two, Eagles three and three, Cowboys three and three, Giants one and five, right?
1: Yep. That is it. All right. That is our roundup. Can we can we rapid fire through this show?
2: Yeah. I mean, we already did. Did it? Is it over? It's over. (laughs) JoePrano.com.
1: we got to talk a little baseball. All right,
2: let's do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baseball.
1: Both series. 1-1. 1-1. Now, I want to say this. We've been critical of Dave Roberts, but I'm going to be a little critical of Craig Council. You should be. I didn't like... Look, I watched both games, start to finish. I'm not a bit... You know, obviously, I'm not baseball I would not say is my is my forte of the sports that I follow and would have hot takes on but I texted you this and I'm like "Prino what's going on here? Wade Miley?
2: Well he he pulled an l So what he did, so here's here's managing playoff baseball 101. You play every game to win the game. So he, people were very critical of how he used Josh Hader in game 1. I thought it. It was fine. Three innings, great. You got to use them three innings to get the win. Use them three innings to get the fucking win. You don't play for tomorrow in playoff baseball. Agreed. You play to win the game. Now I don't know why he announced that uh, Hater would be unavailable. Whether he was or he wasn't, I don't know why you would say that. That's, you're not required to do that. So don't. First of all, don't say that. Now here's where he fucked up. He simultaneously wasted hater which i'm 100 percent okay with and then handled his bullpen the next day the way he handles his bullpen every day even when he doesn't have hater when you get rid of your best bullpen guy and you announce that he's unavailable and your starter's giving you a good game then let your starter keep going he managed the game the same way he would if everybody was available, and he could shorten the game, and Miley could get through five, and then he could bring him to the bullpen. Blah 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 blah. Fine, but you already got rid of your best guy, so now play to win that game. Don't fucking manage it the way you manage every game. You already you already dug your grave. You don't have Hader. You're gonna need a good start out of your pitcher, and he gave you one. Let him keep going. The, the pulling the pitchers too early thing is just like, that's I just, just something. I just
1: don't get it. He, at that point.
2: But he did it right in game one. In the sixth inning. But he didn't have his best guy in game two. So now you have to fucking let
1: him go. He pulls Miley in the sixth inning. Up until the single Miley gave up, he'd retired 16 straight. Yeah. 16 straight. He gives up a single.
2: And then you yank him. And they, the announcer said, they would go, this would be. If he, if he doesn't get this out, this would be where they would normally pull him. But the thing is, this isn't a normal game because you pitched your best bullpen guy the day before three innings and you said he's unavailable.
1: Colossal mistake.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Colossal mistake. And look what happens. They tie it up. I mean, if the Brewers go up 2-0, well, that series is over. I agree. It's completely over,
2: in my opinion. I agree. It's done.
1: Instead, you pull him.
2: Honestly... I was rooting for that game to go uh, extra innings because talk about managerial fucking like, shit-headedness. Dave Roberts, his bench was empty entirely. No position players. In the seventh inning. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I saw a lot of tweets about that. I mean, uh, what a colossal boob Dave Roberts is. Dave Roberts is a fucking joke. Now... He has all the best players, and that fucking helps. And they might win the World Series. They won't, but they might win the World <laughs> Series. But he, the, the, the dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Straight up, like, what do you have to say about a manager other than in a very, very, very close playoff game, he had no bench left in the seventh inning. None. Done. Empty. Empty. Zero. Zero players. Not one fucking utility guy. He didn't keep Joe McEwing who could catch and pitch and blah, blah, blah. You know, he didn't have one of those guys on his bench. Like, yeah, in a situation where fucking something happens, this guy could catch. What if his catcher got hit in the face? Clayton Kershaw's catching? Who's, like, grow up. Just because you won the game doesn't mean that was the right call. You fucking blew it. I was begging for that game to go overtime, to go fucking extra innings. I was begging for it. What a boob. Put a nipple on your forehead. You're a fucking tit. And that's why they're not going to win the World Series. Even if they get through this series, good luck against the Astros with that nonsense.
1: I've never heard someone use the term boob in the way you use it. Yeah. What a boob. Is that an East Coast thing? I don't know. Because when I think boob, I think of like boobs. I love boobs. I love breasts. I love titties. Yeah. It's a sexual thing for me. When you use it, uh, Joe, I'm not going to lie, you're ruining it for me. (laughs) Now when I hear boob, I think of Bill O'Brien, Dave Roberts, Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy,
2: you should, because I'm using it in the sense that, like, they are a mother's boob. Like, they, they, they don't have to fucking, it. like, it's
0: going to produce milk no matter
2: what. Like, there's no strategy here. It's like, I don't know, suck on it. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Just, I don't know. If I put my kid's mouth near it, he'll fucking eat, right? I don't know. What's the plan here? I don't know. Try this. Try my boob. My fucking boob.
1: So game three is out here in LA. Uh
2: Dodgers we, gotta win. I mean Dodgers gotta win two or three out here. Yeah. Have to. I agree. Let's move
1: on to the net or the American league. Game one, you know, their ace Chris Sale, not the best game. Price, again, game two. Price gets rough. Price finally got the W. It was his first win as a starter.
2: I don't think he did get the W. I think he got it. I think that's the first time in his postseason career that the team has won when he started the game. Let me check. I don't think he got the W, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. If, if I'm an Astros fan, I'm feeling pretty good.
2: Yeah, you should. That game, they could have had that one. Uh, that would have been it. Now hundred, like forget the Dodgers series. We said, we said if the Brewers had won game two, that series is over. If the, if the Astros had won tonight, that series is actually over. Like by, by the way,
1: real quick, you are correct. It, Barnes got the W. Yeah.
2: If the Astros won tonight, that shit's so over. Don't even go to Houston. Don't buy, like, what are you doing? Save, save your, save your at bats, save your fucking pitches for next year. You're done. Uh, I think the Astros win that series. I I'm not even sure that series comes back to Boston. I know it's crazy because it's one one, but like the Astros are just too fucking stacked. Yeah. Man, their their lineup's too goddamn good. I really like the Astros. I really like this Astros team. They're and they're likable. Altuve, Correa, Bregman, like Bregman's turning into the pimp of the bunch. Springer. Verlander's banging supermodels I mean forget Verlander's on the next level Of just like pimpness Like it's honestly I think that is what took him over the edge Like he was like you guys are young You guys are hungry Yeah you want to be big swinging pimp Dicks one day like me I fuck supermodels On private jets I give them fucking I put babies in them They're like yeah we do he's like cool Win They're like alright sounds good I mean, this is, this is the second half. Verlander's career. I mean, talk about fucking Giants-era Kurt Warner. People were like, that was fun. Verlander was cool for a minute. This is fully back. This is, two, this is chapter two. This is Godfather Part Two.
1: Yeah, he's fully in control. Even yesterday... When they put runners on and I'm watching.
0: I mean,
2: Kid Ups pussy is next level, dude. Are you serious? (laughs) It's a fucking fountain of youth. That's my
1: point. Like, even when they have runners on
2: and you're like, oh shit, bases are juiced. Pussy's like a car wash. You know what I mean? You go and cover the mud, you come out your Ferrari again. Are
1: you trying to give me a boner here? What are are you doing? I'm just saying.
2: The kid's going to come out with a fucking mustache. Like, the kid, like. How often do you think they're banging? Uh, well, she's well, she's pregnant, pregnant, right pregnant now, now, but so probably not all that often before that. I mean, weren't, wasn't she saying she like had to get it before games and shit? Because she was like, he's going to come home and be all tired and shit. Yeah, I think that's what she said on uh, Andy Cohen show. <laughs> legines, just a couple of legines making legine babies. I need to find a girl like that,
1: a supermodel <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> who just wants it all the time.
2: <laughs> I know Are you listening, ladies. You out there? I mean, her pussy is like the fucking, is like the- uh, Fountain of Youth? Yeah, but I said that already. But it's like uh, the it's like the pool in Goonies. Like, he just slid down the slide, <laughs> landed in that pool, and then he's rich again. Found fucking jewels and a pirate ship. You know what I mean? They were like, they, they, they were dead. The Fratellis were on their tail. <laughs> they go down that fucking slide. They go down that slide, they hit the water. Now now fucking mouse got a bag of jewels in his pocket. You know what I mean? And Detroit. They they saved the fucking. And and the city of Detroit is one-eyed Willie. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) They saved the goondocks. You know what I mean? Kate Upton's pussy saved the goondocks.
1: I really want to title this episode something about Kate Upton's pussy. Yeah,
2: call it Kate Upton's pussy saved the goondocks. (laughs) But I can't. I
1: can't. Oh, that's unbelievable. This is where
2: we draw the line? Yeah. This is where we draw the line. Wow. How many nine eleven references do we have in our fucking titles?
1: Yeah, but that was 2014. My <laughs> <laughs> shit changes.
2: You know how that shit changes. This is all positive.
1: Yeah. These are actually very positive things about her vagina. All right. That is the baseball talk. Dude, there's a couple things we forgot to cover. We have to cover, though. Let's do it.
2: Was Derek Carr crying? <laughs> I don't know. I saw that. Poor Derek Carr, Did you man. watch the video? I you think, know what Derek Carr needs? I think Derek Carr was crying when he got sacked. I, he was definitely, <laughs> he was definitely hurting. You know what Derek Carr needs, right, Andy? Kid Upton's pussy. Well, f- no, nah. he doesn't even need Upton's pussy. He just needs Doctor John Sarno's fucking <laughs> a guide to back pain. <laughs> you can't be a Christian and get that kind of pussy. You serious? Talk about fucking praying before bed. She's like, I'm gonna get on my knees, all right. It's not to pray, you fucking bitch. It's fucking <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> I I don't know a cross on his arm. I don't know why it makes me laugh. Pray your fucking back pain away. Thinking he was crying. It's like
1: oh, that was like the Jesus Bowl. Yeah, Derek Carr versus fucking Russell Wilson. Yeah,
2: send him over to London. Pray for a win. Man, and the other thing I got to bring up this our boy Aaron Hernandez. This is I can't. How how long has the show been so far? We're almost an hour and a half in. Oh, all right. So we got a minute.
1: The headline reads: Aaron Hernandez was sexually abused as young boy. Report says that's not even the lead, bro. How about Aaron Hernandez used to fuck a dude? Well, I knew that. You didn't know that? No, because in prison he was fucking a dude. But I don't know if you get. I don't know if you get like a. I mean, a mulligan in prison.
2: Yeah, you get a mulligan in prison. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so these are the these are the
1: top leads from this uh, investigation that was done by the Boston Globe. So it's legit. This isn't coming from. You know, we we read some like what was the Khloe Kardashian or the the Lamar Odom thing I was trying to bring up? Black
2: Sports Online. (laughs) I love Black Sports Online.
1: You ever go to Black Sports Online?
2: Yeah, it's just a black dude in his apartment making (laughs) shit up.
1: (laughs) What is his name? Robert Little? (laughs) (laughs) Is is that the guy who runs it? Latow? Robert Latow?
2: I feel like that guy just has fucking. you know you know a magnet poetry on your fridge, yeah, he somehow has magnet poetry, but it's got a bunch of like athlete names in it, and then he just makes magnet poetry and fucking comes up with crazy headlines, black sports online. I bet all our black fans fucking go to that shit who you guy? talking? I think beating the indigo is the assistant editor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Black sports—it's just such a ridiculous name. It's Black <laughs>
2: Marlins, man, dude. <laughs> that's a, we found. We figured out his real name.
1: I, I gotta look up Black Sports Online, dude. Have you ever like gone to their website? It's so janky. It's so fucking janky. I think I think his his Black Sports. I'm gonna put him in the Twitter. Is that
2: it right there? Oh no, that's TMZ. Yeah,
1: of course I follow TMZ. Oh man! Yeah, Robert Little Latow. I don't. This is this is a Twitter profile, BSO, a unique take, <laughs> a unique takes. What doesn't make sense? Black no sports. No shit. A unique take sports and entertainment. Tweets by CEO Robert Little Latow. Oh, Buckeye alumni went to Ohio State. Hold on. Who do I follow who follows this? Vegas Zay, Rapid Ports Podcast, M. Burgess Jr., Trevor, Mikey Stahoviak, Be the Indigo, Omar Miller, Zach Harper.
2: Black Sports Online. Making shit up on the internet since 2014.
1: Anyway, back to the Aaron Hernandez story. These are the hot takes from the Boston Globe, not Black Sports Online. Hernandez was apparently beaten by his father. No surprise there, growing up. He started smoking weed in high school. Okay, whatever. Uh, This is the big thing. He had a sexual relationship in junior high and high school with the dude. He was also molested as a child.
2: Here's... Like, all this is, like, pretty, you know, pretty sensitive subjects. Like, I don't really have a hot take on any of this stuff other than to say, um, so what? Like, it, it almost seems like it was presented at least via ESPN, which is where I read the article. Like, ESPN loves to do that. Just take somebody else's shit and be like, look at this. It's like, yo why don't you just link to the Boston Globe article so I can read what actually happened but like it's almost presented like this is an excuse for something I agree Um, that was my take too uh, and I'm gonna come with a that ain't it (laughs) like yeah look
1: child abuse molestation He's, he's a serial killer those are awful things that should happen to no one I'm gonna throw the big but yeah. it doesn't excuse you from
2: murdering people. I mean, like, Sleepers is one of my favorite movies of all time. It excuses him murdering the dude who molested him. But he murdered a whole bunch. He murdered people who, like, spilled their drink on him and shit. You know what I mean? He murdered somebody in a Randy Moss jersey because the dude was wearing an 81, oh, an 81 Pass jersey and didn't have his name on the back. Like, the dude straight up was killing motherfuckers. Yeah. he He went full... LeBron James at the pep rally. He was like, How many people did I kill? Not one. <laughs> Not two. Not three. Not four. You're like, Dude, how many people did you kill? Can you just tell us already? Yeah. Like the dude killed a lot of people, including himself. Exactly. Like, I, I so don't,
1: I agree with you. Don't present this as this tragedy of, Oh, he was molested again, which is an awful thing. So then he gets this weird free pass to just start killing motherfuckers.
2: I'm sure it fucked him up like to absurd levels. Yeah. But like, yeah, a lot of people, like, like, that's the thing. I don't want to belittle what happened to him, but that's not the, like, he killed a lot of people.
1: Now, if they would have, if they would have written the headline, <laughs> this is what I love. ESPN should have written the headline the way I presented it on the rundown. This was my headline: Aaron Hernandez was molested, used to fuck dudes. <laughs> That's the headline. That's the way I'm Sticking looking at the facts. You know yeah. what I mean? He was molested, and he also used to fuck dudes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. The whole the whole situation is just sad. However even though he was molested. I just want everyone to know, this does not mean we are going to discontinue our Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year award. That will again be announced in January. So please inform us of any possible candidates that are currently playing in the NFL. Yes.
2: I mean, well, why would we discontinue it? This is a memorial award. It's in his yeah. honor. This is The whole thing is an honorable...
1: But I just now decided the number one source to get information on the players the Sports online. Yes.
2: Yeah. Cuz fuck it. Just because it's a ridiculous made up award that stories don't have to be true. Yeah. Robert Little playing fucking magnet poetry on his fridge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, and let's wrap up the show with some college football talk, Joe. Yeah. There were some big upsets this week. 3 teams in the top 10 Or four teams in the top 10 lost. But the Oregon-Washington one, I'm like, whatever. Washington was on the road. It was a 7-17 game. I don't really care about that as much. Michigan State goes on the road into Happy Valley. Beats Penn State. James Franklin, you're a boob in the words of Joe
2: Frano. Yeah. Total boob. Uh, Did he do something particularly bad in that game?
1: No, you just don't lose a game. You just can't lose that game.
2: Yeah. I didn't watch any of it. I don't know. I don't. Again. I didn't either. Again, the it's it's Steelers Bengals to me. Like like Big Tw- Big Ten football, not interested.
1: Iowa State beat West Virginia. Didn't watch. But the game I did watch.
2: I watched this one too.
1: LSU, their defense, held that Georgia team in check. I mean they whooped ass.
2: Uh LSU, who did they, they lost to Florida? On the road. Um LSU is like our hope. They're like our hope to dethrone Alabama, right? Like we need Well, we need LSU to take down Alabama if we're going to get a fucking not Alabama championship again. Here's the deal. LSU But of course, some SEC team with one loss then would still get in. Who basically whoever wins the SEC championship game for, if they have 15 losses gets into the
1: LSU's next two games, they get Mississippi State at home, who's top 25. Then they get Bama at home. Then they have a couple easy games, and they finish at Texas A&M, which will be tough, too. So if they do run the table, they will for sure go into the playoffs. And, yeah. Coach
2: O. Are we going to get Coach O online? We got
0: to.
1: They won by 20 Points against the number two ranked team. They held him to 16 points. It was a That's point. right,
0: Andy Rutherwell, We had them boys and no, basically no points. Let me tell you something. Now, I know I was a little aggressive before the year started talking about how a lion go fuck a gator. Maybe I jumped the gun on that. Gator's, Gator's a pretty ferocious animal there. But let me tell you what ain't a matchup at all. Uh, a a tiger versus a bulldog. That's a that's a that's an animal that lives inside your home, eats out of a bowl. A tiger, we fuck up a bulldog. You know what I'm saying? That tiger got on the bulldog, pulled it to pieces. Man, how about damn by you bangle get in there and fuck up that bulldog and fuck up Georgia,
1: Coach O? We were just discussing on the show. The path is now, you guys can basically control your own destiny with having games against Mississippi State, and then of course the big one against Bama, which is at home. How do you get your players not to look ahead to two weeks from now to keep them focused on Mississippi State, who I believe are also the Bulldogs?
0: That's a great, well, first of all, that basically, that's what we're going to do. We're going to fuck up another Bulldog. <laughs> that, let me ask you something, Andy Rutherford. Um This is a serious question. If you took two bulldog, purebred English bulldog, you took them out of a Westminster dog show or whatever, you you threw them in a cage with one tiger, who going to win that fight? The tiger. Yeah, you goddamn right. Now, we're going to fuck up that bulldog. We already fucked up one bulldog. We're going to fuck up another bulldog. Bulldog going to die. Ain't going to be pretty. Dead bulldog. Sad that is not, not not fun to look at, but it's going to happen. Bulldog going to die. Rip that bulldog. Couldn't get fucking even by Now, let me ask you something, Andy. Bama, they a fucking crimson. That ain't even a real thing. They a fucking red wave. Not even a wave. Just a rising tide. What the fuck does that even mean? Now, that's why it's going to be difficult to, to beat them up because I don't even understand what we're fighting. <laughs> we're fighting a change in the in the level of a, of, a, of an ocean that's red. Even the Tiger can't handle that. It's going to be a very difficult game. But we're going to go in there. We're going to do our best. I'm going to try to tell our boys, don't think too much about what you fighting against because it don't make no sense. Get there, do your best, hope a tiger can beat some crazy, strange, moon-affected raising in the sea level.
1: But, Coach, real quick, before I let you go, I get it that their mascot is the Crimson Tide, but their actual mascot, I guess I should say, is an elephant.
0: Well, that don't make no sense. This is what I'm talking about, Andy Rudy. You go into that game, you start thinking about what the fucking Crimson Tide have to do with elephant. Next thing you know, you're down 42 points to a man named A Tua Opalupa. <laughs> you playing against a Hawaiian quarterback on a team that's named after a raising the sea level. Who's mascot? You gonna get confused. One, you ever see? You ever see a tiger in the zoo? Yes. Kids hanging around, throwing popcorn at him, pointing at him. Hitting the bars with their fancy uh, cotton candy sticks. Tiger's confused. Tiger, could, That's when the Tiger could be had. We don't need a Tiger that's confused. We need a Tiger that's going to be focused. Forget. Focus on the team. Do not worry about how many letters the quarterback have in his name. And how many of them are vowels. Way too many for... In case you're asking me. And the fact that they're fucking mascots. Two completely different things. only Elephants hate fucking seas. You know what? Well, you can put an elephant in the ocean, try to explain ties to him, and get the fuck out of there. We gotta not focus on that. We kill one bulldog. We go in there. We focus on Nick, kill Nick Saban. That's what I'm gonna do. Nick Saban, the devil. I seen it in his eyes. He had fire inside his eyes. I'm gonna choke that man out. I don't wrestle that Nick Saban. You know, I used to coach with the Nick Saban. Nick Saban, evil man. Nick Saban got to die. Wow.
1: Coach O coming in with some death threats to Nick Saban tonight. I'll tell you what, he, Prano, he made I'm gonna t- look at that oh, big old. i I'm going to look at that big old body of
0: water. I don't know how I'm going to focus on it. I don't know who, who, hard to look a tide in the eye. But when I'm done, I'm going to say, hey, when the moon come back around this side— and the gravity of the moon starts pulling that water up in the sea level, making that tide go up. When you get up just high enough about my waist, you get right up on here. When that moon pulls the tide up to here, you get up here, I'm going to say, suck my tiger dick.
1: Wow. Coach O, thank you for stopping by. I will say, Prano has. I some, didn't
2: follow any of that whatsoever. But, but he, ha- I, I was going to say, it's confusing. What I was going to say is, but he has some points. It was very confusing what he was saying. The mascot thing is confusing. But also, he was he was saying, like kind of ignore the how confusing it is. Yeah, which I understand because it was hard to follow. Yeah. I basically did to Cocho's call. What Coach O is saying to his team, I just shut my – in the middle, I was just like, I can't even listen to this anymore. It's going to play ball. I'm just going to shut my brain off. Yeah. Wait for him to be done.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's the only way we can end the show. Guys, we'll do some calls next episode. 310-359-8365. Again, I'm working on the live stream. My apologies. This is a fucking – I don't know what's happening. This has never happened. So trying to get us back live again. I don't know what it's going to take. But you can see Joe Prano live. I know he's got some stuff going Yes, you
2: can. I do. Uh, This week, if you're down in the San Diego area, two shows. Wednesday, I'll be at our boy Josh Nelson's show. Great show. Which is at uh, Red Saloon slash El Prez. I think it's moved upstairs. You've done it upstairs. I haven't done it upstairs. Um,
1: Even bigger room. Packed.
2: Even better show. More people. And if
1: you're a single dude, tons of hot girls. Lots of balloon there? Yeah.
2: So if you're in San Diego, come out to El Prez uh, or a.k.a. A- 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 Red's Comedy Show on Wednesday. I'm headlining. It's going to be great. Um, and then Thursday, I'll be in North County, San Diego. Uh, First Street Bar in Encinitas. It's uh, me, Grant Cotter, uh, Tom Allen, a.k.a. A- Chad Goes Deep, uh, who's basically famous on the internet at this point. Um, we're all doing a show at First Street Bar. And then... November 4th, I will be at the Comedy Store. If you're in L.A., uh, come out to the show. It is me, Eddie Ift, Chad Goes Deep Again, Lachlan Patterson, Moshe Kasher, and a couple other people, all surfers, all for the Save the Waves Foundation. Um, Go to my Twitter. Go to Eddie Ift's page. Go to my Facebook, Joe Perino Comedy on Facebook. Go wherever you got to go. It's a great show. Um, Save the Waves is all about like taking care of the ecosystem around the coasts. Obviously, I surf. I care about the ocean. Fuck the stupid paper straws. No one gives a shit about using paper straws. It's stupid. It's not that helpful. Fuck the whole straw movement. Support Save the Waves. Come to the show November 4th.
1: All right. There you have it. Dirtysports.com. You can follow me at Andy Ruther. And yeah, guys, appreciate all the love we're getting on iTunes reviews and also people using promo codes with our sponsors. So I will continue doing the koozies, and I'll, I'll be actually sending out a bunch more tomorrow. So that's. I to- saw
2: somebody uh, put us in a message. They got like a green handled Harry's razor that looked kind of dope. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it did. Speaking of Harry's, the best, the best razor company there is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Jesus. I almost forgot about our friends of Harry's.
2: My favorite, I mean how I've never once forgotten about Harry's. You know why, Andy? Cuz every time I I'm, I run my hand over my my neck and I'm like,
0: "Oh man, I could not yeah. stand up there."
2: I'm like, I used to get when I had the beard going, I used to get just so sad about having to shave down here. Just like, "Uh, I hate it." Harry's the delicious shave gel. Put it on my neck. Clean it up real good.
1: Well, I saw, like you said, that dirt ball had an amazing set going on with Harry's. Guys, they've created this trial offer. You can claim yours right now by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. That's a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. You guys know what this includes. You should know at this point, at least, the weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Dirtballs, you can redeem your trial set once again at harrys.com forward slash dirty. Make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to help the show. Excuse me. All right.
2: Voice is a little little coach-o action going over there.
1: Uh, It it ran off. It it rubbed off on me, man. All right, Dirtballs, that is the show. You guys know what to do. Give us some love. Subscribe on YouTube. Please hop in the comment section. All oh, you Drew Brees fans. Oh, I can I can see your tears.
2: I, it's so funny. Th- this is one of the funnier responses we've ever gotten for. It's like we we couldn't have been more over the top. We're, we're basically Drew Brees slurpers. We're fans. I we're love Drew, we're Brees. Drew Brees slurpers.
1: Love Drew Brees.
2: We're saying he's not a top 5 quarterback of all time and people are losing their goddamned minds. Losing it. Losing it. I've never seen anything like this. We literally start the video off going. I love Drew, and I do. I love Drew Brees. He's great, but just tell me who he's better than: Manning, Brady, Montana, Elway, Aaron Rodgers. Tell me which one of those guys you take him. Oh, we got eight Super Bowl appearances, five Super Bowl appearances, four Super Bowl appearances, all wins. Four Super Bowl appearances, two wins. And then Aaron Rodgers, obviously he's been, one, been to one and won one, much like Drew Brees, who are, ha, we, I think everybody agrees, unless there's some sort of devastating injury, is going to urinate on everybody's passing records ever.
1: Well, and not to mention talent-wise, everybody would agree, he, most people would agree he's the best quarterback. I just want to say this to Drew Brees people. One, if you're a Saints fan, you're biased. So just get the fuck out of this argument. I'm sorry, it's just true. You're just you're too biased. Two, we didn't mention this last time. Everybody wants to bring in defense, defense, defense. Drew Brees has six playoff losses. Three of those six, he scored 15. I'm sorry, he scored 14, 15, and 17 points. Let me repeat that. In three of his six playoff losses, he scored 14, 15, and 17 points. So shut the fuck up about
2: By the how- way, not surprisingly, all of those scores came not in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Where he is five and one in the playoffs. And in the playoffs, he's one and five outside he's one and five outside of the dome. So everyone needs to chill. He's- and then and then he's seven and six in the postseason all time, five and one inside the dome. and outside the dome, and then obviously a neutral site Super Super Bowl Bowl that he won, 7-6. and
1: He's not that good outside the dome. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I take that back. He's a good quarterback. He's fantastic. He's not great outside the dome. He's the sixth-best quarterback of all time. God. Maybe. No one ever responds to that, though. That's what I always get people. If I'm giving you three of his six losses where he hasn't even scored 18 points, no one responds to that. Just saying, guys, enough of the defense talk. Everybody wants to bring that in. I'm giving you facts about the points he's scoring. Even last year, fuck it, I, I just, even last year, they scored 23 points, I'm just saying. Dude, the, the Vikings, they lose on a fluke play. I'll call it a fluke play, whatever you want to call it, the Stefan the Diggs play. They only scored 23 points, I'm just saying. If he's that good, he scored more than 23 points. Just saying, guys, and he was in a dome. Drew Brees, I'm oh, I, Drew Brees is Bubble Boy. I texted you that tonight. He's Bubble Boy. You can't take him outside the dome. His numbers go. You can go. i pro. I love looking at pro football. Was it Reference? That's my new. You know, that's the site where you look up everything. Yeah. Look at Breeze's numbers in domes and out of domes.
2: The the other thing about Brees, this isn't like people are. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I still think Drew Brees is. In the 6 to 10 range of best quarterbacks of all time. Okay? Is Drew Brees the greatest passer of all time? I don't know. Maybe. That's not the fucking name of the job. You're the quarterback. You're responsible for a lot more things than passing the ball. You're controlling it, the running game, the passing game, the fucking everything. Everything. You're in charge of everything. You're the guy. You're the general. You're not the president of the United States that's the head coach. You're the fucking general. And let me put it this way. Tonight was a prime example of that.
1: B- Brady purposely was running the ball way more tonight to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand. So there's times where it's not good for the the Saints to score right away
2: if they're going against a good offensive team. That's all I'm saying. But he never had a fucking blah, blah, blah receiver. Tom Brady's fucking going to the Super Bowl with goddamn... Hogan and Edelman and the goddamn—I mean—they look like a fucking boy band. It's just like white fucking little dudes.
1: And the guy who's going both ways, Troy. Uh,
2: yeah, Troy, Troy Brown. Brown. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you said that in twenty eighteen, and you think
2: he's just banging dudes yeah. too. Anyway, guys, that's the show. Can I do one last shout out? Yeah, I want to shout out my boy Christopher Savage. Uh Savage. I, I don't know Christopher. I don't know. I obviously you are a dirt ball, but I don't know. If he's on Twitter, I don't know if he's on Instagram. I don't know what he is. All I know is he's on Venmo. And just randomly, every random once in a while, he just sends me $4.20. Sends me $4.20. Nothing. Doesn't say anything. Just $4.20. Like every three weeks, Christopher Savage, $4.20. Shout out to my Christopher Savage. All
1: right, guys. That is the show. Thanks for tuning in. Spread the word. Build the Dirtball fam up. And most importantly, don't forget, Condoms are for pussies.